Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Give the Father a clap of you. Give the Father a clap of you. Give the Father a clap of you. Give the Holy Spirit a clap of you. Give him a clap of you. Give him a clap of you. In Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. We thank God for sending his only begotten son to come and die for our sins. And we thank the son, Jesus Christ, for coming. Amen. On this dark world. Amen. Amen. And we thank the Holy Spirit for fulfilling his promise. Amen. For staying here with us in this horrible world. Amen. Amen. Tonight is a special night. Tonight is not an ordinary night. Tonight is a night that we celebrate, that we honor, that we remember the death of Christ Jesus. It means a lot of things. It means a lot of things. The more the years goes by, the more the Lord showed me what the death of Christ Jesus means. Amen. Amen. And you will see that if he had not died, if he had not died, it wouldn't be good at all. Amen. That's why we call it Good Friday. Amen. We don't call the day that anyone died a good day. Amen. But with him, we call the day he died, Good Friday. That's why sometimes we don't know whether we are celebrating or we are mourning or whatever. But it is everything. Amen. Amen. And tonight, I would like to share with you three things that happened on the cross that it was necessary for it to happen. I want to show it to you so that you understand why it happened. Amen. Amen. So that you appreciate it. You see, the Bible says in the book of Science, the entrance of your word gives me what? Mm. Understanding. So when the word comes and you understand the word, it means in the spirit you've increased. Mm. Now let me blow your mind. It is in the spirit. What makes one powerful is knowledge. Mm -hmm. So Jesus put it like this. He said, my people are perished for the lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So whenever you gain new knowledge, new understanding, new insight to the word of God, the mysteries are being re uh, revealed to you, then your strength begins to increase. It is knowledge, knowledge that will make you fear or not do what you need to do. Amen. So today, as the word comes forth, you receive knowledge. Amen. You receive illumination. Amen. You receive understanding. Amen. And you'll be built up. Amen. It's a fit my sheep. Amen. What you eat is what builds you up. We are a direct product of what we eat. The other day, Sister Joyce said she wanted to lose weight. She wanted to draw from size something to size something. And how did she do it? She changed what she was eating. I can't remember either three or six months. The thing she was eating, we never ate that. I never ate that. And truly, she lost weight. Amen. It was a, there was a direct link between what she was eating 
and the way she looks. Amen. So there is a direct link in what you eat, the food, the word that you hear. Because if you don't know the word, you don't stand a chance. And how you grow in the spirit. And if you truly are growing the spirit, you will make what? You 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 you, 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 you will manifest in the physical. Praise the Lord Jesus. Three things that happen on the cross that I want you to know to understand. Matthew chapter 27, verse 45 to 54, please. Matthew chapter 27, 45 to 54. Please, let's not forget today we will have communion. Amen. So make your communion ready. Amen. Matthew chapter 27, 45 to 54. Amen. NIV, please. Matthew chapter 27, 45 to 54. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 27, 45 to 54. Mm -hmm. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema shabatani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus cried, Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice. He gave up his ghost, his spirit. Should I continue? Yeah, okay. to the 55. At 54, that moment, 54. Mm -hmm. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion, centurion and those with him who were guarding, Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened. They were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Amen. Surely he was the Son of God. Amen. Surely he is the Son of yeah. God. Amen. But the scripture we read showed us when Jesus was on the cross. When he was crucified and he was on the cross. The first bit of the scripture says, Jesus cried. And say, my Lord, my God, why have you forsaken me? So the first thing that happened on the cross with Jesus Christ was he was forsaken that moment on the cross by God, his father. That was the first thing that happened. Why? Why? What are the benefits to us? Was it necessary? I will expatiate to you. And the second thing that happened on the cross, Bible said when he died, Bible said the curtain or the veil in the temple was torn into two. Other versions say veil, other versions say curtain. Was torn into what? Two. What is the importance? Was it necessary? What benefit is a veil or a curtain breaking into two? What was the benefit for us? We will see. And the third thing the Bible says happened 
It said, righteous people who were dead came alive. Note, when Jesus died, the dead came alive. No, not all the dead. It, it was some of the righteous. And they say, they, they came alive and went into Jerusalem to their families and they stayed with them. Wow. Jesus died and people from the grave. The Bible says these were people in the grave. Cemented concrete. The Bible said the earth what mm. broke. There was earth broke and the graves opened. And some of the righteous people came alive. What is the meaning of that? So these are the three things that happened while Jesus was on the cross. Why? What is the significance? Because nothing in the Bible is irrelevant. It is only that maybe we, we don't have the revelation yeah. yet. And see, Jesus had only his ministry, he had only 33 years. Mm. 33 years is very short. Yeah. You see, if God should call me at the age of 33 years, would I get to be a pastor? I don't know. I wouldn't get to be a pastor. You see? So it's a very short word. And his ministry started from 30 years. Because from 12 years, the Bible didn't give account. It was 30 years that he was baptized with the Holy Spirit. Right. So he ministered only three years. Three years is nothing. Mm. This lockdown, one year is already gone. Mm -hmm. So you that must tell that everything that Jesus did and said was of importance, mm. was extremely important for his purpose. Amen. Amen. What is the significance of this? Why would the Father forsake him? The first thing, we look at the first thing. So the Matthew 27, verse the 46 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So Jesus himself said, God has forsaken him. No, this was when he was on the cross. So it's not like you cannot imply anything. Jesus said, God has for, he was asking God, why have you forsaken me? This last moment, this dying moment, when I'm on the cross, you are all I have and you forsaking me. Why? And what does it mean? Let me show you something. Let me explain it to you so that you understand it. Because all these three revelations today, today, by the grace and authority of the scripture, if you tune in into it, mm -hmm. It will work for you. Amen. It will work for your children. Amen. Whenever the word of God comes, it comes with a grace. Amen. Amen. Psalm 37 verse 25. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabbatan. My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Why? Why would God forsake Jesus? Well, Psalm 37 verse 25 says, The righteous is never forsaken. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Psalm 37 verse 25 mm. I was young and now I am old yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread amen so the Bible in Psalm 37 verse 25 says the righteous he, says he has never seen the righteous what forsaken. forsaken so God the righteous is never forsaken mm -hmm. but here we see Jesus forsaken mm -hmm. is it that he wasn't righteous amen, amen. The same Psalm 37 verse 28. Amen. Amen. It says, 
Yeah, Psalm 37 verse 28. Mm -hmm. Amen. Psalm 37 28. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. So Amen. that 28 say God will never forsake the what righteous. That 28 say God will never forsake what? His faithful ones. Wasn't Jesus faithful enough? Because we saw that he was forsaken by God, his father, on the cross. Why? In fact, listen to Jesus' own words in John chapter 16, verse 32. In John chapter 16, verse 32, Jesus was so sure that God, his father, will always be with him. Well, in fact, he said to his disciples, he said, very soon, all of you would forsake me, but I will not be alone. My father will be what? With me. But yes, still, the father forsake him on the cross. John 16, verse 32. Hallelujah. Why? John 16, 32. Was it necessary? Mm -hmm. A time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered, each of each to your own home. You will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. Amen. So he said, you all leave me alone, but yet I will not be alone, because my Father will be with me. God will be with me. But yesterday on the cross, he said, God, you have forsaken me. And why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? Why? Now why? Why did God forsake Jesus? Do you know why? It's because of me and you. Because the Bible say on the cross, mm -hmm. all our sins, the whole world sins was put on Jesus. Mm -hmm. Before Jesus went on the cross, he had no sin. The Bible say he was without sin. Mm -hmm. So on the cross, all of us, including you, mm -hmm. our sin was put on what? Mm -hmm. Jesus. So on the cross, Jesus became sin. Mm -hmm. He became sin. And Bible say God eyes are too holy he cannot behold sin he cannot so he has to take his eyes off and jesus said you forsaken me but the father couldn't he can't his eyes are too holy and when you read the bible throughout jesus always called god father he always called god father but on the cross he didn't call him father he said god my god my god it was a painful thing for the father yeah. and the and God. Boy. So because of me, he was forsaken. Mm. Let me show it to you in the scripture. Mm. Not like First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. And I'll I'll explain it much to you. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Hallelujah. Amen. First Peter chapter 2. Verse 24. Verse 24. Mm -hmm. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that he so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Amen. So first Peter chapter 2, verse 24 clearly say on the cross, Jesus bore what? Our sins. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So on the cross, he took our sins. He himself, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 to 21, say, He was without sin. He was made sin for us. Please, let's read it. So, meaning on the cross, Jesus became sin. Not because he has sinned, but because he took our sin on the cross. 
Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 to 21. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 to 21. Mm-hmm. We are therefore, sorry, we we therefore we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God was making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So not, not like he just took our sins, taking our sin made him sin. So when God saw Jesus on the cross, he didn't see the sun, he saw sin. He saw my adultery, fornication, stealing, wickedness. That's what he saw. And Habakkuk, let's read Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13. Say, God could not look. His eyes are holy. He couldn't look on our sin. And Jesus said, Lord, God, you have forsaken me. God, that moment, he wasn't a son anymore. He was sin. That's why I just say, God, God. Meanwhile, you always call him father. Say, God, you have forsaken me because he was sin. So Jesus on the cross turned into sin. Please read Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13. Hallelujah. Yeah. Habakkuk 1 13. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treasures? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? Amen. So Habakkuk was talking about, he said, God's eyes are too holy, cannot look at what? Sin. Amen. Amen. So that moment Jesus was sin. He became sin. So God couldn't. And said, so you have forsaken me. But there was a reason. You see, because the first Peter chapter 2 verse 24 we read, gave us the reason, the necessity. Not like God wanted to or Jesus wanted but for me and you. There is the reason is there. Let's read it again. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. I want you yourself to see it. Amen. And after we read the Corinthians, you see further reason there. Amen. First mm-hmm. Peter 2, 24. Mm-hmm. He himself bore our sins. So that what? In his body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. So that we can die to sin and live for righteousness. Mm-hmm. If he hasn't done that, we couldn't be righteous. Yeah. Because man is corrupt. Man at his best, it's sinful. Yeah. Yeah. So he made the provision that Imanajetaje can switch from sin into mm-hmm. righteousness. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't. And you say we shouldn't celebrate it? We shouldn't mark it? Are you okay? Easter, Easter is not paganism. Do you see anything pagan here? Have you ever seen any pagan regarding Easter celebration? It's not by any Easter. Easter and I-S-H and E-A-S. What has it going in common? What has Jesus and Joseph? Is it the same thing? He took the same so that we through that we can be able to gain righteousness. That's why he became sin and he was painful for the father, but he had to because the father never, never, that we read it in Psalms, forsake the righteous. But see, he can't look at sin. And his beloved son had to become sin. My sin, the stealing all. 
That moment, he became. He became the lies. He became. He became the cheating. He became. So imagine what God's eyes would have seen. How horrible Jesus would be on the cross. When you read Isaiah, Jesus was disfigured, the beating. He was disfigured. You couldn't recognize. That is why when Mary saw him when he resurrected, he couldn't recognize him. Because the last time she saw him, she was a different person. Why? Because Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, The wages of sin is what? Death. So like we all be dying. But because Jesus took upon him our sin. Our sin. Isn't he a good God? There's no so-called... What title should I give them? Founder of any religion that is reported, even in their books, that he took on the sin of the world. Except the Messiah. Except our Lord. Except Christ Jesus. And it happened a day like today. Romans 6 verse 23. Hallelujah. Romans 6 23. Mm -hmm. For the wages of sin is death, mm -hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So Amen. God was supposed to pay us with death for our sins. So maybe me, I will not even be 18. Because from 16 years, I became rebellious. Amen. But I see, because Jesus made that provision, he took that sin on, gave me the chance. That true that I'm able to become righteous. It also shows us that sin will make you detestable to God. It also shows that when you are living in sin, God cannot keep his eyes on you because even Christ Jesus, he could not. His only begotten son, he could not because of sin. So if you are living in sin, the eyes of God will not be on you. So sin is not a small thing for us to joke with. And especially if Christ has made provision, we have no excuse. Do not say no one is perfect. Please, human standard, we have perfect. Yeah, the human standard, wonder, we have people say this one is good, meet expectation. In fact, the Bible says we are to grow into perfection. Please, do you understand? Yeah. You see, when you play with sin, eh, God cannot, his presence will not be with you. His eyes cannot behold sin. Iniquity, he can't. Yes, that's right. So even we saw Jesus. And he had to do it. But it sounded like Jesus was surprised. No. God said, La Eli, Eli, Eli. Lava, <laughs> what? Sabbatan. Mm. Why? Why? It's like he himself was surprised. He, he didn't understand it, isn't it? Because yeah. he said, why? Why have that forsaken me? Whilst I just, I was so sure, because we read and said, he will be with me, all you people yes, will go. Yes. So he himself was surprised. Mm -hmm. But it was because that moment, he was a sin. Mm -hmm. He was a sin. Because mm -hmm. we read it, the Bible said he became sin. Yes. Because he took on our sin. So please don't play with sin. No. You see, by him becoming sin on the cross, he has, he has 
make the provision so if you want to be free of sin you will be never say god himself has to have help help, help me when you are living sin you are joking you are lying you are deceiving yourself though it's a decision you see the only reason many people many people don't come out of sin many i'm talking about christians living sin and playing sinners they don't want to go on the cross Remember, the Bible says each one of us should carry our own cross. What do you think they are going to do you on your cross? Crucify you on the cross. That's what it means. You, what do you think you are carrying your cross for? When Jesus carried his cross, what happened to him? Was he not crucified on the cross? All those who carried their cross, what happened to him? Were they not crucified on it? And many of us don't want to be crucified because it is painful. But the sin only dies on the cross. Sin will follow you everyone until you get on the you pass through the cross, then sin will break. So those who want easy out, you still want to enjoy, you still want to fornication, all those things, you are making excuse. You don't want the cross. You don't want to endure that loneliness. You don't want to endure that brokenness. That's what you want. And your sin will be with you. Mm -hmm. But sinners will not go to heaven. And God, God, you can't blame God because his son has made provision. And I'm here to remind you. Amen. It's not a joke thing, it is real. That's right. We all, we all, because it's the cross. You don't want to endure. You want to eat your cake and still have it. Yes. But don't, don't kid yourself. Mm -hmm. You go around in circles. Right. I beg you. Mm -hmm. The point is, even if the son was forsaken because he was sin, how much more me and you? How much more me and you? So don't play with sin. And now you have no excuse. I've shown you that a provision has been made mm -hmm. already. Amen. Amen. The second thing we read that happened on the cross was Bible say the curtains or the veil was torn into two. Is that necessary? What does it mean to us? Will we benefit from it? Why give such a detail? Yes, it's necessary. It was necessary. Without the curtains, Breaking into two, I wouldn't be standing here because I couldn't stand here. You see, before the curtains was torn into two, no one could go before the presence of God. In fact, only the high priest could go before because there was a tabernacle which later became the temple. Mm -hmm. And inside the tabernacle, the temple, there were two chambers called the holies of holies and the holy place and there was a curtain that divides the holies of holies and the holy place and the presence of god was in the we've done the ark yes. was in the holies of holy mm -hmm. and what separated was the curtain the veil and only the high priest can go in and in fact before the high priest would go in he must be involved in a lot of rituals yeah. Before he will go in, and even when he go in, he risk dying. So his garment must have bells, so that when they don't hear the bell, means the man is not moving. It's not mm -hmm. moving, he's dead. So like all the other priests couldn't get in. How much more the Levites? We were too humans. We were too unclean to get to the presence of God. But Christ turned it. So now. 
we are able even to go. That's why we come to church and nothing mm. happened to us. That's why we pray and nothing happened to us. That's why right from fornication we are in church working, mm. defiling God's, mm. but nothing happened to us. Because Christ turned that thing, broke it. He, he removed the, the separation. That's why he said when we pray, say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Other than that, we don't matter. Bible says there was also a glory. Whenever you have an encounter with the presence of God, there is glory. People can tell. Several people have called me when you were preaching. Your face turned into Christ. I saw Christ in your face. Several people have said this to me. Amen. And many a times when they say that, that night I have spent a lot of time in the presence of God. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And there's a glory. And Moses said, he covers his face with what? The veil. And when we read Corinthians, which we are going to read, it said that veil has been destroyed. So now we can come before God with boldness, Hebrews said. Why? The veil, the veil prevents you from seeing the glory of God. The veil hardens your heart. The veil is what makes you don't see clear. And you hear the word and word and you don't see that obeying it is for your own good. It's the veil. But meanwhile, that veil has been destroyed. If it wasn't destroyed, so it was important the veil get what? Tongue. Let me show it to you in the scriptures. Exodus chapter 26, 35. So if the veil was not destroyed, ah, hmm, we will still need one high priest who must always go to the presence of God and come. This is one of the reasons why Israel, despite all the things they saw, God doing, they could not still serve God because there was no presence. Amen. Mm-hmm. Without presence, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Amen. The presence of God is very real. Sometimes God manifests it. I watched Benihim crusade. I watched it myself with my two eyes like this. The crusade. He was on the crusade praying for preach, praying for people. People began to get healed and he began to sing. And he said, he said, Christ is standing here. Listen to what he said. He said, Christ is standing here right now. And he said, all of you, the people on stage, he said, he said to them, all of you, he said, all of you should come closer. And as they stand, he said, but none of you can get closer. And each one of them, before they get there, they, they, they fall. Yeah. I was not like they say, they say, myself, I watch it. The presence was so strong. That no one could. Before they get their boom, they fall like somebody pulled their feet. Boom, boom. You, you can find it on the internet, YouTube. I'm just saying this to that the pre- In fact, it has been reported that on Benin stage, the presence so much you literally feel like there are people there. Something is there. That's how strong the presence is. So I'm just saying that the presence is here. We are the presence is here in your house. The presence is there. Many a time when you listen to music, the presence is there. But without the view being destroyed, the presence that can will destroy us. It will kill us because of our nature. But He has destroyed that. Now it's in the name of Christ. For we to understand the importance of that view getting torn. Let me show it to you in the scripture. Exodus chapter 26, 30 to 35. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus 26, 30 to 35. Mm-hmm. Set up 
the tabernacle according to the plan shown you mm -hmm. on the mountain. Make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely twisted linen with cherubim, woven into it by a skilled worker. Hang it with gold hooks on four posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold and standing on four silver bases. Hang the curtain from the clasps and place the Ark of the Covenant Law behind the curtain. The curtain will separate the holy place from the most holy place. Put the atonement cover on the Ark of the Covenant Law in the north side of the tabernacle and put the lampstand opposite it on the south side. Amen. Amen. Curtain is the same as the other versions use the word, the other use yeah. the word curtain. The only reason why we read this is to show you that in the tabernacle there were two what parts. Mm -hmm. The holy place and the most holy place. And what separated them was what? This curtain, this veil that when Jesus died, it got torn. Okay, now look at Leviticus chapter 1, verse 15. The reason why I want us to read Leviticus chapter 1, verse 15 is it will show you that no one was able to go to what? The holies of holies. That is where the presence of God is. That is where God meets with Moses. No one was able to go there except the high priest. And before he go, he must do specific things. Meaning, if Christ did not break the, the, the veil, before we go to pray, we go, we go, we must go through this procedure. Before we have the presence. Imagine, before you have the presence. Without the presence, if I touch you, nothing will happen. We will have to go through this room. Read it, Leviticus chapter 16, 1 to 15. It's important we read it. Leviticus 1, 15. Mm -hmm. The priest shall bring it to the altar ring. Leviticus chapter 16, 1 to 15. Wow. Leviticus chapter 16, please. 1 to 15. Amen. Mm -hmm. We want to see the second thing, the important. The veil or the curtain getting torn into two, being divided. Mm -hmm. Leviticus 1 6 1, Leviticus chapter, uh, chapter 16 verse 1 to 15 Amen okay. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord spoke to Moses mm -hmm. after the death of the, of the two sons of Aaron who died when they approached the Lord the Lord said to Moses tell your brother Aaron that he is not to come whenever he chooses into the most holy place so note not the holy place the most holy place mm -hmm. he said Aaron is the high priest but tell him he cannot just come to where my presence is mm -hmm. what device is the curtain mm -hmm. so in other words he cannot just cross go through the curtain meanwhile this is the high priest the highest of the priest mm -hmm. continue mm -hmm. uh, Behind the curtain in front of the atonement cover. Of so the no, the emphasis is behind the curtain. He can come all the way in front of the curtain, but he cannot just come behind the curtain. Behind the veil. He can come right in front of the veil, but he cannot just come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh -huh. Or else he would die. Why? Or else he would die. If he just come behind the veil, my presence, he would die. This is God's high priest. Mm -hmm. He chose him. He anointed him. He ordained him. Uh -huh. Continue. For I will appear in the cloud over the atonement cover. This is how Aaron is to enter. Why? Why? Because he said, that's where I appear. That's where my presence is. That is why. 
Uh -huh. So if he's going to come, he must do these things. Please read it. He must first bring a young bull for a sin offering and, and a ram for a burnt this offering. These are things he must do before just to cross that curtain of veil. Mm -hmm. He is to put on the sacred linen tunic, tunic with linen undergarments next to his body. Mm -hmm. He is not to tie the linen sash around him and put on the linen turban. Mm -hmm. These are sacred garments. So he must bathe himself with water before he puts them on. From the Israelite Those of you that you just wake up, you don't bath and pray, disqualify. Oh, ah, if, 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 the, if Jesus didn't come, say he must bath yeah. with water. Secret cap garment. Those of you that you're 19, you've been wearing the whole week and you go and pray with it. Your garment is not good enough. And before he could, you live there. Mm -hmm. No, you must appreciate what yeah. Jesus has yeah. done. That's yeah. why I'm showing you this. Uh -huh. From the Israelite community, he is to take two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Apart from the bull. Two male goat. Eh? Aaron is to offer the bull for his own sin offering mm -hmm. to make atonement for himself and his household. Mm -hmm. Then he is to take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Mm -hmm. He is to cast lots for the two goats, mm -hmm. one lot for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord and sacrifice it for a sin offering. But the God chosen by Lot as the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to be used for making atonement by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household, and he is to slaughter the bull for his own sin offering. He is to take a, a censer full of burning coals from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground fragrant incense and take them behind the curtain. He is to put the incense on fire before the Lord and the smoke of the incense will conceal the atonement cover over above the tablet of the covenant law. So that he will not die. He is no, to take, so that he will not die. Mm -hmm. He is to take some of the bull's blood and with his finger sprinkle it on the front of the atonement cover. Then he shall sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the atonement cover. He shall then slaughter the goat for the sin offering for the people and take its blood Amen. behind the curtain. All this he was to do before he could cross the curtain. Right. What was the difference between the curtain, the presence of God, before he can go to God, the presence of God? But Hebrews says, look, look at Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says, now we are to come before God, what? Throne, uh, throne what? Boldness, because Jesus has destroyed it. He has torn it. He has paved way. Now he has opened it. So that is why the curtain gets on. And we take it for granted. That is why we come to church and we misbehave. Because we are not aware that there is a presence there. Or we take the presence for granted. And the presence does destroy. Please read Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 to 16. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Mm -hmm. 
seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like us we are yet without sin let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need so true Christ they said now we can come boldly unto the world throne of what grace and obtain what mercy because we have a high priest note Aaron was a high priest yeah. and on the cross he turned it into two so now we are able to enter but this was what he has done for us clap for Jesus The curtains was not divided. Yeah. We will still but be in Leviticus. Right, yeah. Because this is Aaron, the priest, that was his work. Look at what he had to go through. What about us? What would we know? We wouldn't stand a chance. God would be far from humanity. Today we have him in our room. Amen. Yes, yeah, sometimes you are worshipping and the presence overwhelms you. Today, right from sin, grace, he touches us. Because on the cross, the curtain, the veil was what? Torn into two. The curtain that separates was torn into two. It was torn into two. Meaning no more, no more. So that is why we call it Good Friday. It was necessary that Christ died. He had to die. He had to die. In fact, that is why he came. Because other than that, eh, these are just on the cross. Mm -hmm. What would have happened to us? Mm -hmm. So we will celebrate this day. Amen. We will acknowledge this Amen. day. We will take this day as an important day. Amen. We will look forward to this day. Amen. On days like this, we will thank him. Oh, we will glorify him. Amen. We will remember him. Amen. We will say thank you for coming to die. Because it's an important day. Hey, I have struggled with sin. If you've been addicted before, you understand. How people, cigarettes, even many people cannot even stop fornication. They want to stop, they want to, but they can't. Struggle with it. They want to stop smoking, they can't. Why? Nothing by the blood. It takes only Christ to break the power of sin. It takes only the cross to prevent sin. The sin cannot go through the uh, cross. It will remain on the cross. Hey, many rich people are not happy because they are living in sin. Many rich people are not happy because their partners are living in sin. Many rich people are not happy. Riches has a limit. Many intelligent professors are not happy. Many green people are not happy. Many pink people are not happy. White people, black people, yellow people are not happy. Europeans, Africans, Americans are not happy. Asians are not happy. Anywhere you go and you see that humans have problems. And humans are struggling with sin. United Kingdom, look at our development. Look at when we had atomic man, bomb. Today, look at how we are struggling with even these small boys, the knife, killing, murder. Many parents, when their children go out, hey. Because sin, sin, the only thing sin fear is the cross. 
and the blood. The blood was also shed on the cross, but today we won't look at that. We are looking at when he died. Three things. So the cross is key. That's why we have crosses in our church. You see, like this place, when you look at Sister Joyce behind him, there is a cross. There must be a cross. There must be a cross. The, the, the cross is not a religious symbol. It's a message to us. It shows us, I like the Catholic ones, because the Catholic man, you see a figure of a man on it, to remind us yeah. that a man, a man died on it. Mm -hmm. To remind us, and listen, he bore my sin. It's, the cross is a message. It's a message. It, it was planned. It was prophesied. He had to die on the cross. That's why he told them, I had to go to Jerusalem. He knew he had to go and die. Because Jesus himself said, I give my life. No one taketh away my life. He said, I give it willingly. So the cross was important. The veil, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13. Amen. Amen. To 18. The veil make people's mind down. Because you can't see the presence of God. It's the presence of God that illuminates. Whenever the presence of God comes, you see that you are frail. You see your weakness. You see your sin. That's why some people, sometimes, not often, some people, they weep. Mm -hmm. They get convicted. It's when the presence, when the presence is not there, your mind is down. Your heart, it covers your heart, meaning you understand it. That's why Jesus has to break it into two. It's the veil that prevents it. The veil covers your heart. It covers your understanding. The veil causes you, prevent you from seeing the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So Jesus had to break. He has to break so that our mind will be illuminated. Our heart will open. So that now we can see the glory of God. With the veil, you can't see it. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. 2 mm -hmm. Corinthians 3, verse 13 to 18. Mm -hmm. It says, We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of his the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory which means from the lord who is the spirit amen so he said the veil can only be taken away through christ jesus and said those we whose veil on their face those who veil has been what, taken away they are the one being transformed how can you be in a church i don't know for other churches but how can you be in devotional like church three years four years and you are not still transformed there's something wrong I tell you, because there's power here and our message, if you obey your message, our message, the word that I preach, you cannot live in sin. You, you, you cannot be the same. You, you shouldn't. Why? Why are you the same? There's a veil. Because the, those who veil are unwrapped. They are those that get transformed. So the veil prevents people from being transformed. Why? Because it covers their hearts. Why? Because it makes their mind 
down. May any veil be broken over you now. In the name of Jesus, Amen. over your children now, uh, by fire now, uh, by the blood of Jesus. Amen. And look, he said, it is only through Christ that the veil can be taken. That's why on the cross, the veil had to break into two. Some of you will break the veil, then you go and take it more. Because you say, up to now, they, just like, they still cover their face with the veil. You see, the veil, the veil, the veil is evil. Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 8. Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 8. 18, please. Amen. You see, the veil ensnares you. It ensnares people. That's why it was torn into two. That's why it had to be torn into two. And it was. May every veil be broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I command fire unto any Amen. veil. Amen. The veil that covers your face. Amen. The veil that covers your heart. Amen. That makes your mind dumb. Amen. May it be destroyed now in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the blood of Jesus and the power on the cross, may it be torn. The veil that covers the church, the society, our community, our children. May it catch fire now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Ghost. Fire. In Jesus Christ's Amen. name. Amen. He, the man has made provision for us. It is there. It means it's up to you. That's what it means. Please read it. Ezekiel 13 verse 18. Amen. Ezekiel 13 verse 18. And say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the woman, women who sow magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various lamps for their heads in order to ensnare people. Why do they make the veils? To in ensnare. order to ensnare. Other, other versions use the word kerchief. Mm. Kerchief is the same as veil. To ensnare handkerchief. Yeah. Clean feet, but this one can sketch it to cover field to ensnare people. Look at the same Ezekiel that 1321. Amen. Amen. The veil to ensnare people. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 1321. Mm -hmm. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands, and they will not. So God said, in order to save his people, what will he do? He will he tear, tear off yeah. the veil. That is why when Jesus died, it was torn into two. Hebrews 10 20 clearly make us understand that now because the veil has been torn so i'm saying because of what christ did on the cross if you are willing the veil shouldn't have power over you it shouldn't if it does it's because you are willing it's because you will not go to the cross you will not endure the pain the suffering and the misery that comes on the cross because the cross, there's nothing sweet. But the only way is the cross. Satan can come up to the cross, but he can't pass by the cross. Amen. 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 Please read it for me. Hebrews 10, 24. Hebrews 10, 24. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Mm -hmm. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards Love. Sorry, Hebrews 10 20, not 24, 10 20, Amen. please. Hebrews 10 20. Yes, sorry. By a new and living way open for us through the curtain. That is his body. Amen. So it said now there's a new and what? Living way open for us through what? 
the curtains, yeah. through the curtains, how we've read, the curtains yeah. was what? Yeah. Torn into two. So now we can go through it mm -hmm. by his body. Mm -hmm. So on the cross, his body, mm -hmm. that's why when the body died, the curtain torn mm -hmm. into two to open a new way for us. Wow. Embrace it. Clap for Jesus. truly understand this you won't think you won't think you are doing something good or extraordinary or doing someone a favor when you love Jesus mm -hmm. when you're obeying Jesus mm -hmm. because as he said he first loved you yeah. what he, he rather has done something for you so this was why the curtain had to be what yeah Sometimes we even go to God, we already anointed and all sorts of things. Sometimes even our prayers, we go is bias, everything. But we can't back our life. He doesn't even touch yeah. us. <laughs> because a new what? Way, a new living way has been made through the film. Wow. <laughs> what was the third thing? The third thing was the people, the uh, righteous people came alive. But that's the mystery. That's the mystery. Listen, the man Jesus, I'm saying the man Jesus, because in the Bible is called Son of God. Son of God is man. Amen. Because if he didn't put on the man, he couldn't have died. So he put on what? The humanity. So the man, guess what? Died. But when he died, his death brought people alive. Hey, think of it too. When he died, people came alive. Righteous people came alive. What does that mean? What is that telling us? That is telling us that in him is life. And that is telling us that he is life. And not only is he life, he is resurrection. So when, when his dead body went to the dead line, life, because he was resurrection, they had to resurrect. And he's also telling us that if we die in him, we will rise in him. So those of you that don't want to die, you will not rise in him. And if you don't die in him, you will not rise, meaning you will be your old self. But if you die in him, you will rise in him and you will be that new image. Oh, oh, Are you getting it? That's why when he died, the dead righteous people rather came alive. Since when did this thing happen? But on the cross, all this happened. He wasn't even being removed on the cross. Let me show it to you. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6, please. Hallelujah. John 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. So in John 40 verses, we saw that Jesus said he is life. Yeah. He said, I am life. Amen. The way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. So it's not like life. He doesn't have life. He is life. Yes. The same John chapter 11 verse 25. Amen. Said more, similar thing, but added more to it. Amen. John chapter 11, verse 25. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to her, 
I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Amen. So he said, it's not only what? The, the life. It's not only the life. He's also death resurrection. He doesn't resurrect people. He is resurrection. And what did he say? What did he have there? The one who what? Believe in me yes. will not Believe. die. So when the life and resurrection went to the dead, mm. resurrection has come. Dead body will rise. Hallelujah. Resurrection, yes. life has come. Hallelujah. Dead will come alive. Hallelujah. That's why they came up. It was demonstrating to us that in him, in him, in him, you can't get it wrong. It's not possible to truly complete draw in my, uh, Jesus and your things rather deteriorate and your things rather scatter. It is not true. You are not drawing, you are not drawing him fully. It's not possible. He is life. He is life. He said, I came that you may have life. Life in abundance. Amen. Life in abundance. Yes. Means life in your life and life in aspect of your life. So it's not possible. Believe it all. If you follow him well, properly, everything of him, wisdom, everything, it's not possible that he will be a disadvantage to you. No, 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 no never. His life. Look at it. John 10 verse 10. Amen. So he was showing that he is life. We don't embrace him fully. We don't die in him to resurrect in him. John 10 verse 10. Amen. Mm -hmm. John 10 verse 10. Mm -hmm. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Amen. Amen. So he has come that we may have life. So when Jesus comes in your life and you are lost in you embrace him, you must have life. Life in your organs. Life in your marriage. Life in your finances. Life in your children. Yes. Fully. Amen. Fully. Amen. On the cross, he demonstrated it. Oh, I wish he was today, then my mother would come alive. Oh. <laughs> eh? oh, I wish. <laughs> and he said it was reported. It was reported, those who came alive. It was reported. They showed for themselves. So, beloved, these are three things today that I want to share with you regarding what took place on the cross. These are not the only thing, but these are three things which is enough for today. And these three things are is for your benefit. It is for you. And if you believe it and embrace it and seek it and have it, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Your situation is not impossible. It's not difficult. It's not worse. You are, you'll be surprised how worse certain people's situation were. But when they embraced the cross, you, the transformation. He will never ask us to do anything that will not profit us. Because on this earth, he needs us. Think of it. Why do you think I'm not going to heaven? Because I believe when I die, I'll go to heaven. Why, why is that when a Christian cry, we, we, we uh, die, we cry? Because, you see, he needs people on this earth to work, to make disciples of other sinners. Mm. That's the only reason we are here. Because to die is gain. Yes. The only thing is, if the Satan managed to kill you, that means the people through you, that God would have been saved or would be blessed or they would lose out. Mm. That's why he keeps us here. To tell you that he needs us. So everything he did was for our good. 
So it was a Friday like this. And he died. In the evening, or you can say in the afternoon, on the cross. He was on the cross for hours. Did you notice that? Let's read it again. The last scripture we read, our first scripture. Bible says, and he gave up what? His life. And what did he say? When he gave up his life, he eventually said, it is what? Finish. So whilst he was on the cross, all work was being done. I think maybe Stadinism, they took too long for it to come. He made Christ with it too long. Because <laughs> as he was there, he was taking the sin. He just wanted to take all the sin before he go. He didn't want to leave any. He even saw, yeah, the Bible says he knew our unformed body. He knew us. Amen. Me, my own day was faster. He took it quickly. <laughs> I prayed to him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Please read it for me. Amen. Matthew 27. Yes. <clears throat> The 45. 45 to um, mm -hmm. 50. From noon until 3 in the afternoon, darkness came <clears throat> Sorry, over the land. About 3 in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, Lema, Sabah, Tashatani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there had this day said he's calling Elijah, immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. If Ruda can come here in Rolanda, it would be great. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus cried, had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up. His spirit. Amen. So note, he gave up his spirit. He gave up his spirit. Why didn't he give up his spirit on the cross? The moment he, and he he endured pain. I watched a forensic documentary about Romans. God, that the, that's how the Romans crucified people, and it's part of the atonement. Sometimes you not even die till they come and break your legs. That's why the other two they broke their legs. But when they came. Jesus was there. So your, your body, weight of your body is hanging. Yeah. So when they break your leg, now you're, uh, you can't support yourself. So you suffocate to death. So he could have died, but he had to endure hours. As I say, he was pulling the sins. Pulling the sins. Mr. Turner, did your delay or you gave yours faster? All of you delay yours, you really punish Jesus. Oh, nice. He was pulling. And when he finished, when he finished, he, he gave up his spirit because he had to die. He did not try. He suffered for three hours. If you've been in labor, labor compared to crucifixion is nothing. Tonight is the night. Only you know what this sermon, these scriptures mean to you. Only you know what the Lord has ministered to you, what is bubbling in you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now. We are not begin to pray. We'll have communion later. Play the instrument for me, please. Begin to pray right now. 
Begin, begin to pray right now. Lift up your breath and begin to pray. It's a special day. There is grace here. I don't know what you want to tell him. Just begin to pray right now. Among other things, ask him that any veil that still covers you, that covers your children, that covers your partners, will be destroyed. Speak to him also regarding the sinner. Give him the sin. And tell him you are willing, you are willing, you are very willing, you are very, very willing, very willing to take the cross. That may he give you the grace, the strength to carry your own cross so that you be free. And as you pray, among other things, ask him for life as well. Ask him for life as well. Let it be in the middle. Ask him for life as well. Please. In the name of Jesus, and the scripture said, darkness came over the land. He said, it came over the land on the cross. He defeated darkness too Hallelujah. by the cross of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the cross. Yes. By the blood that was shed on Amen. the cross. By the things that were done on the cross Amen. by Jesus. May any darkness in your life be cast out. Over your life, may it be disappear. Over the life of your children, may it disappear. In the name of Jesus. Amen. By the authority of the scripture. Yes. In Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. To trust in Jesus, just to take Him by His word. Come and sing for me. Just to dressing for me upon His promise. Just to look that is the
name of Jesus. May any carving over you be set on fire right now in the name of Jesus. Any enchantment, any hypnotism that is operating over you and your loved one and your house may it be broken now by the blood of Jesus, by the cross may sin lose its power over you now. May you enter into the righteousness of God right now in the name of Jesus. Any bewitchment may it be destroyed now. May the veil that covers your heart and your mind, may it catch fire right now. May it be consumed right now in the name of Jesus. organs. Now, the life of Christ now, into your bodies now, into your spirit now, into your soul now. Yes, the life of Christ, into your life now. Receive life now. Life in abundance now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. Life into your marriage. Life into your finances. Now receive it. Life into your ministry. Now life in abundance. In Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. I came that you may have life. Life in abundance. Receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Take it. Receive it now. 
take it now. May the presence feel the presence now. Father, your presence now. May they feel it now, wherever they are. I feel the presence now. Feel the presence. The presence. The presence. The veil has been torn. The presence now. Now. Take it. The presence. The presence. May the presence wrap you. May the presence now. 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 In the name of Jesus. The presence. That's the presence. That's the presence. That's the presence. Yes, the presence. That's 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 the presence. That's the presence. The veil has been torn. That's the presence. Switch to that's the presence. That's the presence. That's the presence. That's the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence. It's the presence in your house now. In your household now. In your rooms now. Wherever you are tuning, the presence now. Now the presence. Now now the presence. Now 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 the presence. Through the presence now in Jesus' name. Switch it back. The presence, the presence. Now we have access to the presence. We don't need the blood of animals because of the blood of Jesus, because of the cross, that death. The presence is here. You should feel it in your house. The presence, the presence, the presence. Who is like unto thee? website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.